Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, the podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. You going to wrap that up? Yeah. When? You know when. It's July, dude. Yeah. Well, this comes out in July. Yeah, yeah. it's July. It, it, it's near by July. End, by the end of July, are you going to be done with your elder candidacy? Yes. You better say yes. Yes. Otherwise, there will be some revocation. Oh, no, not yeah. me. Oh, yeah, man. Anyways, well, now that you put a damper on the mood. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hey, man, you're going to be done by the end of July. Woo! Woo! Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Is that better? Yeah, I feel positive now. I need that, I need that positive and encouraging affirmation. Just like K-Love. Yeah, man. Positive, encouraging. K-Love. That's right. How you doing, everybody? Uh, by the way, we do not support K-Love. No, and they do not support us. No. No, they're like... No, stop. K-Love's weird, man. K-Love is weird. I, I do think it's weird, yeah. They ask for lots of donations. Oh, don't go over this. Are we going over I'm this? I'm just saying they ask for lots of donations. They do. But then they got they got like commercials too, sponsorships of some kind. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not talking about it. I don't want to talk about it. That's, money, the, that's not the subject. That's not the subject for today. Like, that is not the subject all for today. I'm saying so, Joe. Is, Joe, yeah, that wasn't very positive and encouraging. I yeah, I know. So we're talking about the third commandment today. Is that what we're talking about? That is what we're talking about. All right. Do you know so, what it is now? Because I don't think you knew last time. No, we I, of course about. I know what it you is. You look like you had to look no, it up. I don't need to look at this point. Up. Everybody, everybody should have. Everybody knows it. I had it. It was down pat. I was just, you know. I was testing you. Hey, guys, here, here, I want you to do this. Next time you're hanging out with your pastor. Don't do it. Say, hey, man. Don't do it. Or, hey, lady, if you go to that kind of a church. Say, uh, <laughs> say hey, man. Can you list all Ten Commandments right now in order? Don't do and that. And then send us an email about what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine? Best response? No, oh, I'm not doing it. Best response, free books. Fair enough. Best response. <laughs> Best response gets Thomas Watson's Oh yeah. Ten Commandments. Yep. Hardcover. We'll send it. For free. Yeah. All right. Uh all right. So we're talking about the third commandment here. We're, third commandment. We're still in the in the first table. The, the third commandment is found in one verse. It's very, very simple, but it's very, very packed, right? It says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Wow. Uh, that should be a sobering statement. Remember, yes. this is given to the people of God, that God is their God, they are God's people, and God says, do not take my name in vain or else. Now, when most people think of taking God's name in vain, Jimmy, what are they, what are they, what are they thinking of? Oh, I, 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 they're, they're swearing. I don't know what else to say. Like, uh, you mean like the F word? Well, <laughs> the S word? No, they're... Uh, hmm. I can't. I, the C word. I don't know what you're no, talking about. No, they're saying like. Uh, what are they saying when they? What, what do people mean when they say taking God's name? I mean, most people think of one thing, and what do they mean? I would say like uh, GD. Oh, can I leave it okay. like that? Uh, I, gross I, domestic. Stop it! I'm not going to say it. No, it's you should not going to have it. Right. So you know, you guys know what we're talking about. Where they will use God's name as an exclamation in yes. some way. In so some way, they will say God's name or they will say GD. You guys know what that means. If you don't, then you shouldn't be listening to the podcast. Um, no, if they don't know what that means, then good for them. No, I don't trust them. No, good no, for them. We talk about them. They you. Okay, let me tell you right now. No. Do you think the person listening right now, do you think everybody listening right now knows what I mean when I say the F word? 
Yes. Okay, Farfig Nugan. Now, if, do you think they, that everybody knows what, what I mean when I say the, the GD? Some might. Most probably do. I'm I think saying the most same do. amount of people. That's I'm weird. I'm saying most. There would be something weird. weird. It's not weird. It's weird. Maybe they, no. They just had a much more holistic upbringing, and they don't understand holistic. Things. Yeah, holistic. Holy. That's not what holistic means. Yeah, I'm, I'm you saying you need whole, to look H O L I S. No, even that spelled that way, it still means holistic. Same as with the W. Now, T-I-C. you mean holy upbringing? You know what? It's still holistic. I, I don't think you know what holistic it's whole means. body, mind, and soul <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, continue. I'm just saying it's not right. bad if they don't All know right. what it means. Don't say it, you shouldn't be listening to the podcast. It's so funny because I was talking to this uh, this production person from uh, oh. a company somewhere. Yeah, you can't talk about that. So I'm talking to this person, and uh, they're asking me about the podcast. And they're saying, so what do you and Jimmy argue about? Because I hear that you guys argue. <laughs> and I was like, "Like, tell me about your different perspectives and, and you know where you disagree. And I'm like, well, no, no, no. We don't disagree on like theology. We disagree on who's the podcast wife. We argue about, and I start listing all the stuff we argue about. And she was like, oh, oh. like, no, theologically, there's no problems. It's just in every other area. All right. So, yeah, most people, when they think of taking God's name in vain, they think yeah. of using God's name as a swear word or as an exclamation. Which, I mean, it's it's a huge deal. Like, we don't want to, when we say, okay, most people think of this. We're not, we're they're not, not trying, wrong. Yeah, we're not trying to underscore that. We are trying. Wait, wait, we're not, no. Yeah, we're, we're not, not trying to minimize that. That's shut, not what underscore shut. means. I said minimize. <laughs> <laughs> I said minimize. This is the best podcast ever. No, it is not. Continue. All right. So yes, we're we're not trying to say that that's not a sin. Yes, using God's name as a profanity is a is a sin. Okay, and we, but but this commandment goes much deeper than that. There's much more involved than simply hitting your thumb with a hammer as if any of you people actually do that anymore you hire people for it probably um but uh, and then screaming out the name of jesus or something yeah that would be a breach of this commandment absolutely for sure absolutely but it is much more than that you might never utter a profanity you might never verbalize anything and you can still take god's name in vain i mean this is not as simple as um as the words that you use it is a heart issue and it might not ever involve words, right? Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. I mean, you think of, um, well, I mean, looking at Thomas Watson here. We're going to be pushing Tom, uh, Tommy W. Tommy W? Tommy Waddy. T.W.? Yeah, T.W. 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 Payne? <laughs> wow. I can't believe we both were That's going why. that direction. That's why. All right, so looking here, uh, he says, we take God's name in vain when we profess God's name but do not live answerably to it. We take it in vain. So we, we might not say these, these words that you're talking about, Joe. We might not yell out these profanity, yet uh, we do not live to the glory of God. Right? So, I mean, in a sense— Hypocritically, uh, I guess, is, is yeah, kind of the best yeah, way to put this. Yeah, it's hypocrisy. It's nominal Christianity. Yeah. You know, listen, if, if you claim to be a Christian— and just think of what Scripture says. If you claim to be a Christian but don't love your brothers and sisters in the church, if you claim to be a Christian and and don't worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, any form of hypocrisy, yeah. any form of loose living is taking God's name in vain because you're saying one thing but doing another. And guess what? We all break this at one point or another in our lives. Exactly. Multiple which is, points. Which is why I think even you know in the last episode we were talking, you mentioned about not having a Jesus sticker on on your car. Right. And I think that's that's kind of like that. For me, I get really annoyed when I see that. Oh, because you judge people. I ju- well, because I'm watching them 
flip people off. Flip people off. I'm watching them cut people off. I'm watching them be that one. I'm watching them be that one person that is in that lane. Like they drive through that lane that's supposed to merge. The merging lane. The merging lane. They go lane. way to the front. They go way to the front and cut you all off. I'm like, and then they got, Jesus loves you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, really? Apparently Jesus you don't. You. I'm yeah. glad Jesus because you don't love me. You're cutting. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, that's how we live should reflect the God that we profess to love. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I mean, we can start to look at issues like, like this, like, like hypocrisy, yeah. um, which, is a, which is a character issue. But I think that there is, um, like if there's a, bigger, there's a bigger category here that all of this falls into, and Watson talks about this too, the bigger category of like, what does it mean to take God's name in vain on the principal level is to treat God or the things of God with an irreverent and unholy spirit. Yes. Right? So it's, it's, to, it's to not treat the Bible or God or truth with appropriate reverence. It's to be overly playful, dismissive with things that are of eternal consequence. Um, and, and Watson goes into this. I'll let you guys go ahead and read it. You can read him on the, on the third commandment. But I'll give you an example. When I was a student at Moody, filled with self-righteousness and lots of anger, um, I wasn't always wrong in the things that bothered me, but I was always wrong in my heart with how I dealt with it. So, okay. But one of those issues was, I remember I went down to the Moody bookstore, and they would have toys. Now, they couldn't just sell a car for the kids, mm-hmm. like a little car. You like pull it, you pull it back, and, and it, then it runs when you let go yeah, of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it couldn't just have a car. It would have to say, go with God. Otherwise, not a Christian toy. So they had to make a Christian toy. Or they had these dinosaurs, these little T-Rexes, and it would say, Jesus is Rexalent. <sighs> right. Oh. So I'm seeing this kind of stuff, and I remember at the time— and again, this was, a lot of this was motivated by self-righteousness. I so look, much cheesiness. Okay, so, right. So now, at the time, I was wrong. I, was, I, had a, I had self-righteousness and a judgmental attitude. But even looking back on it now, from this perspective, I can say, that stuff is messed up. Yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah. I, I, then. It's not just preferential, but continue. Then, I saw on the bottom shelf a toy. Now, if you guys have kids, especially if you were a kid uh, and you're my age, you might remember these. They're, 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 they're not ring tosses, but it's a little white cone oh, okay. on yeah, yeah, which yeah. these little plastic donuts fit on top. They're multicolored. Multicolored ooh, 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 ooh. Big, in different sizes. Different sizes. So you so have to, bigger on the yeah. bottom, yep. smaller on the top. Yep, yep. Make a little pyramid. Kids can stack them, right? And on the top of that cone was the head of Jesus. Wait, what? I'm not playing. No, I... I saw it. Jimmy's going to Google it right now. Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) I got to find this thing. All right. So here's what happened. I went down. I went up to my room at Moody. I got my wallet and I came down to the bookstore. Mm -hmm. I bought the Jesus donut topper. And I said, can I have the manager? And the manager came out and I said, I just bought this. (laughs) And I set it on the floor and I stomped it to smithereens and I walked out. So you stomped all over Jesus? No, I didn't do that. But I wanted to do that. I wanted to do that really bad. <laughs> I so wanted to do that. Uh, okay, so treating the things of God irreverently, right? Like these are of no consequence because when you treat these things irreverently, yeah, yeah. What, what happens? Like what's the consequence? 
you you begin to diminish like the the holiness and divinity and and sovereignty and power of God. Right. You try to equate it down to our mundane and human level. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's the concern with breaking the third commandment. It's not just saying the name of God in an irreverent way. Yeah. It is treating God with irreverence. So, um, so Watson's got some things here. You mentioned one. Right? I know, but so you're talking then again, I, you know, I just want to continue hitting yeah. on that because Go, I think hit it hard. Cause I think that's easy for a lot of us to do, especially I think, um, like we, we have this freedom in Christ. Like we, we trust in our relationship with God. Uh, and especially I think for, for people like Joe and I, that we don't take ourselves too seriously right. and we don't take a lot of things seriously, but I, I do believe we take God and our faith seriously. We want to, we try to, yes. we try to, but there are, are times where we kind of joke around quite a bit. And, and so we, we try not to, we hope we don't cross that line, but it is something that I know that we've, we've discussed in the past of yeah. like, hold on, we got to make sure, you mm-hmm. know, that we don't go in this certain direction, man. All right. Um, you just reminded me. I, I'm going to, if I can't find it real quick, I'm going to try and quote it. Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about Jesus is a friend of mine video or Jesus take, take the wheel. All right. So or Jesus take the real. Uh, okay. So there's this quote by Edgar Allan Poe and I'm, I'm kind of a Poe fan. Um, and Poe boy, Poe yeah. fan. Poe makes this statement, and um, it's it's in the the Masquerade of the Red Death, which is great. You, you guys need to read that. Edgar Allan Poe, the the Mask of the Red Death. Um, anyways, it, 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 he, there's the statement that is made: there are chords in the hearts of the most reckless, but cannot be touched without emotion, even by the utterly lost, to whom life and death are equally jests. There are matters of which no jest can be made. There are some things that you don't play with. There are some things I agree. that you don't joke around with. Now, listen, if Jimmy and I are honest, that there's like one half of 1% of things that are off limits because we will joke. Yeah. And because as, as pastors, like we have to deal with really dark, hard situations. Yeah. And so levity is one, just one of the ways in which we're able to deal with hardships, especially our own hardships, right? So, and, and that's it, something that it's, it's private between it's us. It's private. It's, it's personal. not, it's not something that is, that we take out to, right. into the public. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's so something there, between you and I and Pat. But there are certain things that you simply don't yes. play with. You don't joke with. And certainly God and the things of God absolutely fall in there. So we all need to be careful. We all need to really, um, you know, take stock of what we're doing, what we're saying, how we're dealing with. And Watson's going to help you do that, right? So you you don't treat the things of God irreverently. Yep. Um, you you live answerably to Him. You don't profess God's name and then ignore yeah hypocritical consequences. What else does he say here? Jimmy? Well, I think third, he's he's talking about. Uh, when we speak of God, we speak in awe. And I think that goes even back to what you're talking about for the first thing, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Is that's not trivial. It's not just, it's not meaningless. It's not mundane. But this is, this is the, the glorious God of the universe, the God that created all things, the, the sovereign Lord of all creation and of our salvation. Right. Like, you, this is, this is not something we take. He is not someone to be spoken of lightly. Yeah. Right. Like this is remember, and I know it's the opposite example, but nobody wanted to say Voldemort's name in Harry Potter. 
Yeah. Him who shall not be named. You don't, yeah, yeah. you don't even, you just don't play. Well, we're not talking about a villain with no nose. Yeah. Right. Who has uh, self-esteem issues. We're talking about the living God of the universe. Yes. And so, yeah, when we speak of him, we're, we're speaking with this holy awe mm-hmm. of him. You know what I mean? Like towards him and with, and this reverence of him. Uh, this is, I mean, you got to think about this. The, the holy God of the universe, the creator and sustainer of all things, hears us. Yeah. Like he, he hears our he prayers. He chooses to pay attention to he, us. And, and I mean, I think even like when I think of, uh, like I look at Exodus, right? One of the most um, encouraging texts to me is when uh, uh, the burning bush and, and, mm. and God's talking to Moses and he says, I, I have, I've seen my people, I've seen their affliction, right. I've heard their prayers, and now I am going to move into action. Right. And I think to me, that is kind of like this whole thing, like this is God mm-hmm. who sustains and is, and, is, and is everywhere and in all things. And so he, but he knows what's going on in Joe's life right now. Yeah. He knows what's going on in my life. He's no, he knows what's going on in your life. He hears and, and he, he sees and he loves. Man. And I think that's how, like, so when I think of these things, when I think of like taking God's name in, in vain and reading something like this, it's, you don't just, you don't just say his name, but there, there's this holy awe upon our hearts for him. Right. Right. And, you know, one of the things that, um, that Watson says here, and it relates to this, right? The, what you're talking about is yeah, you're right. yep. that, um, when we pray to God, but do not believe in him right right faith is a grace that greatly honors god is what he says but when we pray to god but do not mix faith with our prayer we take his name in vain how often do do you or i pray or does any of our listeners pray god would you do this but we really don't believe that he's going to do a thing there's like the cynicalness to our prayers and 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 i'm so grateful and so ashamed every time god goes hey dummy uh I'm going to do that very thing and shame you for not believing it. Because that's what happens. I, I I, pray and I'm like, hey, God, would you please save this person? And I just don't think it's going to happen because the person in my mind is too far gone. Yeah. You know, even though I was more far gone. Like, I just forget. Yeah. And then he saves that person. And, and you I'm don't like, trust oh, in the power of God no, for salvation. No, I don't. I don't. It's a, it's a form of practical atheism, yes. right? Ooh, podcast idea. Stephen Charnock, secret atheism. Got Call me later. All right. So anyway, um. Yeah, when we pray and don't believe God, we are taking his name in vain. Because what are we doing but running through some kind of half-hearted religious ritual with no real meaning behind it? And therefore, why should we expect to get anything, James says, when we pray and do not believe that God will answer? We're taking his name in vain. Uh, Next, uh, let's see, here it is. I'm trying to find it. We take the Lord's name in vain when we uh, we pray, but we do not believe you already said that one. That's yeah, one that's what I just about. said, Jimmy. Yeah, I know. I just read I'm just, number five. I'm just making sure we all know. Okay. I just know good, that good, we good know reha- that. Good, I just want good, to rehash good. that. Right, good. Uh, and then number six, we take God's name in vain when in any way we profane and abuse his word. That is a sobering con- That is, yeah. that is, that's, uh, I don't even know what to do with that. Especially for those who have the responsibility of yes. preaching and teaching, right? And that's where I'm like, you, like, Preaching God's word is such a heavy burden. And I mean, I mean, it's honoring and it's humbling to even have that opportunity. But there is, there is a, a weight of responsibility that is upon our preachers 
to, to study the text, to know the context and to honor and glorify God in what they are saying, because they're, they're equipping, they're challenging, they're encouraging God's people to love God more. And you can't abuse that. And too often we see that in churches where, where they take the word of God and use it to abuse the people of God. Yeah. There are so many ways in which we do. And, and, uh, Watson breaks it down into a bunch of different stuff. We're not going to get into, we'll encourage you guys to read it. But, um, the abuse of God's word is something, the abuse of God's word is the misuse of his word. And this can happen through preaching and teaching. Um, but Watson goes on to say that uh, the word of God is profaned in general when profane men meddle with it. It is unseemly and unbecoming a wicked man to talk of sacred things, of God's providence, of the decrees of God and heaven. It is very distasteful to Christ to hear the devil quote scripture. It is written. <laughs> to hear a wicked man who wallows in sin talk of God and religion is offensive. It is taking God's name in vain. When the word of God is in a drunkard's mouth, it is like a pearl hung upon a swine. If you read old books or see some old movies... You will hear a good guy uh, under the under distress, maybe uh, caught by a bad guy, and the bad guy will begin to talk about the good guy's wife or the good guy's um, something. And what the good guy will say is, "Don't you even say her name? You are not allowed to speak that name. It's it's inappropriate for you, a scumbag, a loser, an evil person, to." utter that word and how much more true is that here right that when when people just misuse god's word in everyday talk and hypocrisy and then even more so where the stakes are the highest with preachers and teachers who claim to be um, representatives of the truth and god's ambassadors to twist scripture to say what they want it to say to uh, milk people for their money for their wealth for the last dollar yeah um you know so you think of you know, TV evangelists and charlatans that are stealing from those people that don't know better, who are manipulating others and promising things that they can, that they can never deliver. This is taking God's name in vain and God will hold them responsible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So taking God's name in vain is something that everyone does, right? You're not going to look at any of these commandments and go, I'm good. I don't have a, I don't have a struggle here. We all take God's name in vain in one way or the other. This is why we need Christ, who never uttered anything, yeah. but praise and truth, um, who who always spoke of His heavenly Father perfectly. Um, he is the law keeper. We are the lawbreakers, and in Christ we learn to walk in God's ways. So we are learning that, but to learn that we need to evaluate ourselves and to look very carefully at what we do. Do we treat God's things irreverently? Do we treat God, his name, his ordinances, his church irreverently? Um, are we hypocritical? Yeah. Right. Do we, um, uh, how, how is it that we, um, pray and do we pray in, in believing, um, what about our what about our worship and our, our very lives? We all to all take stock here and um, to think very carefully on this, not to despair, but to learn repentance and then draw close to God in Christ. And I think it's important, Joe. I think in the midst of this, um, I know we talk about it a lot, and because I I think it's important to you and I is the importance of community, mm-hmm. right? The importance of of individuals that know you and 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 know you well enough to be able to say. Well, 
you're saying or speaking in one way and yet your heart is like the way you're acting is something else. Right. You know, um, you say you profess God and yet your actions don't really affirm that, that love for God that you speak of. And I know for, I think a, a lot of us, and I, and I, and I count myself in this to be able to call what my irreverent speak is or my, uh, my hypocriticalness, uh, to call it taking the Lord's name in vain is hard, right? Like, cause you, that's like the, I mean, of all these commandments, like, they're all, you want to keep all of them as best as possible. But that one to me is like, my goodness. Yeah. My goodness to, to, to take my savior's name in vain. Right. Is the absolute worst in my head. Yeah. Right. Um, so, being able to admit it, to be able to have those around you that can call you out on it, uh, to seek the forgiveness of God um, in the in the midst of the struggle, I think is is important for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, go out, pick up Thomas Watson on the Ten Commandments. Check out the show notes if you're if you're late to this party. Uh, you can read it online for free. Yeah. Pick up a copy if you want a good copy. You can get paperback, hardcover, whatever, and start reading. Get ready. Read ahead. We're going to be dealing with the fourth commandment on the Sabbath next time. So we want you to be prepared. We want you to read that and and get going so that we can actually um, think through these things together. You know, and um, let us know what you're reading. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to, you know, hit us up on social media, spread the word, not just about this podcast, but about the issues themselves. Um, You know, who cares? I mean, we want people to listen to the podcast, but more importantly, we want people to understand the beauty of the Ten Commandments and why God gave them to us. So share that stuff. Jimmy, if people want to really participate with us uh, online, how can they do that? I mean, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo. I mean, you can follow us on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. Uh, you can head on over to the website, doctrinedevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email list, or you can hit up the store uh, and grab some merchandise. That that right there helps support the podcast, all the monthly fees that go into hosting um, one of the hottest, if not the hottest, podcasts out there. Um, also, man, hit up J-Bond. You know, uh, big thanks to Justin. Uh, he's the audiovisual wizard of Doctrine and Devotion. I mean, if you've got a podcast or you're looking to do a podcast, your church is looking to do a podcast. you got to hire a photographer or a videographer, man. He gets it done. Get, you know, head on over there. Hit up jbondmedia.com and he will hook you up before you go-go. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesday. More content during the week coming soon. Later. Later.